0: episode
1: 339 of the doctor Day, a Who podcast. My name is David, and I'm here for the audio.
0: Hello.
1: Today we're going to talk about episode two of um,
0: The Invisible Enemy. <laughs> yes, um, the doctor is behind Lila with his uh, gun blaster pointed at her, and then we hear her voice over, in his head saying, must kill the reject the doctor saying i can't i can't I must fight and then he calls to leela to warn her and he says i can't stop it and she sees him with the gun and so she ducks down and the blaster goes off a couple times and then he um, falls to the ground and she rushes over and asks what's wrong and he says he's fighting for his mind um he's been he has this infection and he, he's concentrates and we see the hairy hands of his recede and he's back to normal but he tells her that he can't fight it and be conscious so he says he needs to draw into himself to uh, preserve himself so he kind of puts himself in a a self-induced coma which we've seen him do before his Tibetan monk trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Lo and Saffran um, are both infected now. Um, Lo comes up to him and shows that you know I'm one of you now. Um,
1: <laughs> bushy eyebrows reveals
0: himself with the bushy eyebrows, um, and he d- tells Saffran that um, he should go off and start the incubation. And that Lo will find and kill the reject because uh, Leela trusts him, and uh, so Lila comes uh, down the hall to find him, and so Lo has Saffron play dead on the on the ground, and then he puts a visor over his face, and he he tells her a line, a story that oh he came and attacked me, and I I killed him, but um, she comes to tell him that. The doctor needs his help, and so they go off to the doctor. Um, he tells her that there's a, would say a hospital ship or a hospital base, and it's it's in this other other system, and have to get there by TARDIS. So she talks to the doctor, and through his trance, he gives her the coordinates. So they get to this medical unit and they they've wrapped the doctor in a gold blanket and put him on a gurney, take him and put him in like a little shelf transport or thing. And then um, Lila is sitting with the, at the hospital receptionist. Uh, I almost expected her to ask, does he have insurance? You know? <laughs> but she says, you know, Where's this? Where is he from? And what's his name? And are you next of kin? And there's this barrage of questions that you would normally get in a hospital emergency room or. Um, called? Casualty? hmm. Something in. I thought it was two words. No? Okay, I was thinking of something else. So if you go to casualty or for the United States, the emergency room and they ask you all these questions and then you can't see them. Um, so he's been sent to de- to isolation to be datalized so that he can be examined and uh, seen to be what was wrong with him and their resident uh, expert is Dr. Marius. So we see then a, a lab where the doctor's been brought in and he's laying on a stretcher and there's a um, Kind of like a big scanning device uh, a little ways away from him. And then the Dr. Marius we see is um, talking to his little computer, and the computer is none other than a dog shaped computer named K9 and it scans and it detects and it says to Dr. Marius that. um this person is not human, and so he's reading out the scan. And he says, "Oh, he has two hearts, and this and that." And so they put him through the larger scanner, and they find this infection. And K nine says how it's um, it's a what, no no more no no something type of infection that's just within the brain and spinal interface, which is what. K9 says and then the doctor comes to and um has a conversation while he's himself with uh Dr. Maryat Professor Marius uh, about the virus and he says how it's he knows that it's uh, one that only uh is able to be detected when he's um thinking when he's conscious when he's um. and they have a uh, this conversation And he says how he realizes when he was infected they were on their way to Titan and he thought there was just a bit of static on the console in the TARDIS, but that's when it was the the virus attacking him. (coughs) He says how Leela had been immune to it, and that was probably why. He says, says, have you met Leela? And he says, no, well, it's because she's all instinct and intuition. That's what he says of her. Uh, the doctor has time to tell uh, Marius how they were going to Titan and all of everyone on Titan was infected, um, even Supervisor Lowe before he goes back into his, his coma to rest. Uh, Marius goes off to see if uh, find this blow who had been canine said had been detected in the building. Um, to see if Lowe is indeed infected and is a threat. Lowe had been directed to the um, eye uh, specialist because he still had his visor on and he said he had a blast accident. So he's waiting to see the eye doctor and the, um, the eye consultant comes in and Lowe zaps him and infects him Lila is walking around in the halls, um, in the very generic, very white hallways of this hospital unit. Um, she finds her way into the lab where the doctor is, but K-9 stops her and threatens her from approaching, so K-9 the watchdog computer. Um, Dr. Marius comes in and intervenes. Um, and introduces her to K-9 and K-9 to her Lowe and the eye consultant um, are in one of the hallways and there are two other doctors down the way so Lowe tells the consultant to call the other doctors over and so they, they are also infected and contact has been made um, Lowe again we hear him say this place will serve their purpose as well and then goes on to say how Titan has been prepped as a hive um, and the host is there. They need to protect the host. Um, they decide to scan Leela to see what her why she's immune um why she was not infected uh, The scan does not reveal any reason why there would be any immunity for her uh, Meanwhile, outside the Low and his group of infected cronies are uh, coming to find the doctor. Marius is preparing to operate then on the doctor because he can't find any reason that Leela wouldn't be infected, so I guess that's why he's going to see what he can find out. We hear the, the voiceover that we had before turns out to be the host voice itself. And he says, you know, um, says to low and, and the others that he's being threatened. The host is being threatened. I am being threatened, he says. So they um, caught. I think it was they their mental strength, I guess, cause a shuttle... To crash into the hospital base, and the shuttle crashes, and the um, everything is shut down and cut off, and they had to evacuate the lab. The doctor, met, uh, Professor Maris, and his lab assistant had to go and help the injured. So, the the doctor is well, the host inside the doctor is safe for now. The uh, however they realize that the doctor's level is now cut off from the rest of the hospital wing. The low end the others are coming to the doctor. The doctor comes to and um I remember if Lila was there. Yeah, Lelou was in the room and he she says that there oh there's an accident and they've coming to they've gone to help them. And the doctor thinks he doesn't think that the crash was an accident. Um, And he goes to K-9 and asks K-9 about cloning and the history of cloning and whether they can do it at this point. Marius examines the infected and dead shuttle crash victims um, and wants it all sealed off. Leela finds, as a Defending the, the room where the doctor is, and she sees the uh, low and and the others and she is uh, hiding out and uh, shooting at them. Uh, Marius sneaks by and uh, they go into back into the lab with the doctor. She stays outside and fights. The doctor comes to briefly and tells Marius he wants him to clone him. Um, and if you don't clone me now, then you might not be able to because I can't you know, fight to this virus. So Lila comes back in from defending, says she's run out of ammunition. So Marius sends K-9 out. So K-9, the attack dog, goes out to defend and shoots one of the uh, infected men. Uh, the doctor then uh, again says to Professor Marius to clone him and to clone Leela. Um, so they, the, he takes their cell to to clone them, and the cloning process uh, will provide a duplicate, but for only for a short period of time, like ten point something minutes, before they start to degrade. <coughs> um, so they have been cloned in the cloning big cloning chamber. They appear in the very white sterilized box and then the doctor exits the doctor 2 exits the box and goes to leave and Marius asks twice where are you going what are you doing doctor and the doctor tells Marius to trust him so um, meanwhile Lo has infected more of the crew the doctor is uh, even more infected, very fuzzy-faced, and white blotches appearing on his face. And the um, there is a voiceover saying, "I must complete my purpose. I must. You can't keep me from my purpose." And Marius and his assistant are trying to hold the doctor down. Low appears on the view screen and says, "You must release the doctor to us. That they are in control of of the whole complex." And in two minutes if they don't release the doctor then they will, um, his whole compound will be wiped out. So Leela is outside with K-9 and sees the Doctor 2 is what K-9 calls him, uh, head by and then come back. Um, we see him step out of the TARDIS and so Doctor 2 returns with the um, relative dimensional stabilizer from the TARDIS which allows him to uh, have various uh, change into various sizes shapes and travel um, so he hooks it up to the doctor the doctor uh cloning room and tells Marius to operate the dimensional stabilizer and then on the two clones, himself and Lila, too. And he wants them to shrink them to microscopic size so that they can be injected into the real doctor to try to find a cure. So, Professor Marius shrinks him down, takes a syringe in and if they're microscopic. I'm not sure how he sees them, but he's able to pick them up in a syringe, and then, as uh, he goes to inject them to the doctor, Lo comes back on the view screen and says, "Oh, your time is up. Give us, a doctor." And Professor Marius says, "Godspeed," I think, or "Bon voyage," doctor, and injects them into the doctor as he's unconscious and then we see the clones swirling in a blue whirlpool as they go into the doctor and we end so canine canine uh, it's kind of fun to see canine Been a really long time since I've heard that voice. Affirmative Master. Well,
1: it's been since we watched the Sarah Jane stuff. Yeah. Occasionally he would be on there.
0: True, I guess so. I don't remember very much in the. Yeah, just a couple times. Because she had her bigger. Wall computer, yeah. you know, so Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith. Uh, it feels like a really long time yeah. then. Um, yes, yeah, so that was kind of nice. I, the episode in general is it. It's still fairly really very interesting the way that they're, you know, moving the story along and, and the inf- moving the infection along really, and taking steps to fight it. In different ways, Mm -hmm. fighting the invisible enemy, I guess. Um, There's a little bit where the doctor is introduced to K9 which I thought was kind of good. Where uh, uh, Marius says, This is, you know, my computer, K9, I think, or maybe he doesn't even introduce him. But the doctor, from sitting up on the table, uh, sees it, canine, and looks over to him and says, Oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> and kind of makes a little you know, noise, but, you know, to, like you would to a dog. You know. mm. I thought that was kind of brief, but cute.
1: Yeah. I have mixed feelings about the appearance of the canine. so...
0: Oh, yeah, he gets to be a hindrance later on (laughs) in the nice way of saying um, I just
1: never have understood why they thought he would be a useful character or companion
0: it's kind of a fairly mobile data source
1: you know I don't think mobile has ever been used to refer to fairly I said fairly
0: well well, the intention was a mobile data that was
1: the I guess that's the intention
0: Reality, it couldn't go over a crack on the floor. But hey, from <laughs> what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did think that was kind of funny. At first, you see the, um, the guard dog not letting Leela in because the doctor had to be in isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they put him on the offensive, and he was the attack dog. <laughs> this little laser beam.
1: It was a pretty terrible special effect.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't really get better either.
1: No. Well, they get, that one they improve a little bit, but oh. it was pretty bad here. <laughs> Very primitive. Barely appeared. It's like they forgot to turn up the power or something.
0: <laughs> I just know then the times when he uses it as a cutting device are just hopeless because it doesn't track yeah but we'll get to those soon enough so I thought it was interesting how the doctor calls Lila all instinct and intuition mm-hmm. Cause really, she is yeah and I don't think he means it in a bad way no.
1: I think it's just a statement of fact uh huh it is what it is
0: That's how she. That's what she's known. That's what she is. Uh Doesn't mean that she can't be more than that, but that's what her her core. That's what her core is really. And it serves her well as a warrior.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So. Um. It did
1: feel. (laughs) It did feel kind of like the episode was sort of um, hovering a bit in the story the two infected guys basically went around the hospital infecting other people
0: mm-hmm. at the direction of Lowe it almost seemed like Lowe knew the other doctors like oh get him yeah. call, call them over let's, let's you know, infect yeah. them and we don't know why really but, yeah, that's, that's really all they did.
1: It felt kind of strange, in a way, that that's all that really happened with them. That's the majority of what really happened, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's funny that, that they kind of almost just did that in the last episode. Except for when they got there. Instead of infecting the three that were in the mess hall, they Mm -hmm. shot them. Oh, yeah. Which really doesn't make much sense now that they're going around recruiting and infecting. Yeah. Why did they disinfect the other three?
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't.
0: But otherwise, they kind of did the same in the last... Which, really, is the be-all and end-all if you're a virus.
1: Infection. Yeah. Yeah. Killing the host doesn't do you any good.
0: No, and they're not trying to kill the host.
1: What I meant was when they came in and killed the three potential hosts.
0: Yeah. That doesn't do them any good. Or had the doctor already been infected by then? I don't remember.
1: Man, maybe. I don't remember that he was. I thought it was earlier than that, but I suppose it's possible.
0: Yeah, it could have been. I could look back, but it's not really that important though. But um, yeah, because that's really, they are just acting like a big virus. Live to replicate. That's, that's all they're doing yeah and you know although a virus doesn't really protect the host <laughs> it kills its host by its replication usually um, so that's a little bit of an interesting twist so but I see how that kind of becomes a little redundant because that's all they do mm-hmm you gotta have something to go along with it. And having the doctor in and out of consciousness was um, really a challenge to keep you interested. It wasn't too bad. Because he did have his moments of consciousness, and then we had the introduction of K9 and the information he provides. And um, I think it's also interesting how. Leela seems to. have, uh, uh, I don't know if she's formed a bond with canine yet, but um, sure, she does. She like has it. seemed to have taken to, the, to yeah. the dog. She must be an animal person.
1: <laughs> well, and we know that he'll take to her if not, if, you know, pretty soon if not already.
0: Yeah. It's like me when I see a dog, a dog or a cat, I just want to go and pet. So and you can. do. And I, I do if I can. Yeah. So do I. Huh? So do I.
1: <laughs> we get the first of our fourth doctor doppelgangers.
0: Huh? Yep.
1: With the His cloned doctor.
0: His uh, temporary clone.
1: He'll actually have a couple doppelgangers.
0: Mm-hmm. I can think of one other one. Which one? Uh in Pirate Planet. Kind of. It's a duplicate. It's not Oh,
1: is it? I forget about I forgot about that one.
0: Wow. Not to spoil anything.
1: No, that's fine. There's also one in Megalos. Okay. That's the one I was thinking of.
0: I've probably seen that one. I don't remember it though. I might remember once we get there. I can't say that I do right now.
1: We haven't had a fourth Dr. Duplicate already, have we? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't remember another one. Not
0: nothing I can think of now. So... Thought that was interesting. The so uh, hospital reception does not change much in the year five thousand.
1: <laughs> Did you find it funny when she asked? Oh, is Gallifrey in Ireland?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I guess it kind of sounds. I I would I would guess at first, other than any anywhere else. I think, had I not known what it was, where it was.
1: I guess my point is, are we really supposed to believe that at this point in their history, they have not explored other planets?
0: Yeah, that was the thing, though. Because, you know, on our planet at this time, we would think, you know, might think right away, oh, is that in Ireland? Because Galway, Galfray, you know, I could see that. Um, But yeah, they're on a hospital base in the middle of space and people have come in on a shuttle and some others have come in from Titan which, you know a moon of Saturn is not really local to Earth. Yeah. So you think that I don't know by the year 5000 that there would, if there's space to travel within our solar system, that maybe they would, you know, have discovered more outs, you know, gone beyond that as well. Yeah. So that they would think of, you know, not just where he's from, but what planet is he from, and specify planet. Right. Other than that, questions are all the same, <laughs> I think, except for the insurance.
1: <laughs> yeah, you kind of wonder why they didn't ask for something like that. Of course, because there's socialized not. medicine, I guess.
0: Yeah, no Obamacare. <laughs> so there's hope, I guess, for a, for that aspect. But it, it's kind of interesting, and she was not very pleasant either. So that kind of carries on, too. You know, I imagine it's a very, very tough job check people in, and they think they're all on death's door, and some of them might be, some of them are not, and mm-hmm. then having to deal with all the paperwork. So I imagine it's kind of tedious. Um, but you can certainly, <laughs> from my experience in a way, you can tell <laughs> that it's tedious from the way that uh, the service that they give you. Mm-hmm doesn't seem to have changed in 3,000 years with the person they had playing that. I guess I say a little uh, more about their dress and such. She's, the reception anyway, reception has like a green kind of a pantsuit on with like little plasticky white trim and then like a green bell type shaped hat mm-hmm. that covers her head and then a face Shield for the lower half, from her nose down, a clear shield, probably to guard against infection.
1: It had little breathing holes in it, so I assume, or at least that's what it looked like to me. Ah. So I'm assuming you're correct there. Yeah,
0: like her own little sneeze guard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, and you know, just uh, uh, the authority at the desk directing people where to go tells. Low to go. And, um, oh, eye consultants are that way, and you know, make them walk over there. Um, let's see what else do, I uh, do you have anything else? I don't think so. What do you think of Doctor, uh, Professor Marius?
1: I think he's one of a long line of eccentric scientists slash doctors in Doctor Who. Uh-huh. Like, um... Kettlewell from, the, from Robot. Right.
0: Is Kettlewell from Robot?
1: Mm-hmm. He was the Balding guy who made the robot.
0: Oh, right, right. Robot, I was thinking. Robots of Death. Which oh, is yeah. Which, there's another one. Um, who? Taos. The, the guy who was, um, who made the, the robots, uh, trying to free the robots. The bad guy. Oh. Dra- Dax?
1: Yeah. What? It wasn't too. It wasn't. No. Anyway.
0: Yeah. When it um, was trying to get the robot revolution.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, then the uh, from um, mind of Morbius, brain of Morbius. Mhm. The Frankenstein type. Dast. Sorry, that's what it was. Yeah, we've seen a couple already, but there always seems to be, you know, the, the scientific mind that is, a, becomes a resource for the doctor, mm-hmm. a collaborator, often. So.
1: Or sometimes just a hindrance, someone slowing down.
0: Yeah, true. Which is how it often was with the third doctor, a scientific person working on a... The project tended to become the the villain actually, or standing in the way somehow mm-hmm. of, of the doctor's yep. uh, plans to help the situation, like in the uh, the Green Death. Well, probably yeah. that too. But I was thinking <laughs> of the um, the one with the oh, the Celereans. Yeah the professor there with his drill into the earth
1: mm-hmm.
0: um what's his scientific mind but it is a bad guy yeah other than that there's not a whole lot special about him except that he wanted a dog when he came to the hospital base <laughs> and so they made Something canine well. for him I think it's interesting he says that he didn't create canine but oh he, okay he said so I had this I had them make him make this for me, he says to Lila.
1: Probably makes stealing him easier. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the doctor steals him, but still.
0: I don't think I have anything else.
1: I don't think I do either.
0: So we end with the... Uh, Fantastic Voyage, Doctor Who style. Yeah, pretty or much. Doctor Who and Leela meet the Tidy Bowl Man. Kinda. It's a blue, swirly, void, you know, whirlpool. Yep. That's what it made me think of. Put him in a little rowboat. It'd be like the Tidy Bowl Man. <laughs> but, in if, it's interesting. Okay. Okay, it, it hasn't. Have they done that before? I think they've.
1: Planet of Giants?
0: Well. Well, they didn't intentionally shrink themselves then.
1: Oh, well, no. I guess you're going for intent. <laughs> and well, no, and then they've never intentionally they shrunk themselves.
0: Intentionally. Sh- and intentionally shrunk clones of themselves, see, so. That's, that's a little bit different. And you know, what did they do in fa- uh, Fantastic Voyage anyway?
1: Uh, they shrunk down in order to fix some disease pr- part of this president's body or something like that.
0: Oh, I mean when?
1: Oh movie wise? Yeah. Uh, late 60s.
0: Oh okay so before this. quite a I week. Think so. I wasn't sure. So probably ten years before this show, even.
1: Let me check. Sixty-six.
0: Oh. I think we're 76? No, 77, I think, now, aren't
1: we? Somewhere in there. Oh,
0: that's Ten. Ooh. Or so. So you didn't think it was very interesting, inspired, but then he's injecting clones of himself into trying to fix him.
1: Oh, it's fine. I. How do I put this? We hadn't had any mention of cloning to this point. Yet that's what the doctor goes to. That's what they end up using. So it's effectively yeah, we don't Deus know. Ex Machina. That out of nothing, he asks about cloning. Cloning works. He clones himself. The clone's gonna fix him.
0: Yeah, it's not like we have. I don't think anyway. Seen any like of the medical personnel that were identical? To, to think that maybe they had been cloned? Right. So, what would it, it made comes It comes out of, that, of nowhere. Yeah.
1: That he's going to clone himself.
0: Because he's smart enough to find out what it is that's wrong with him from inside.
1: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I were sick, I'd want the doctor to fix me, too.
0: Well, yeah.
1: I'd want him to shrink down and go in and fix me if he had to.
0: The Doctor Who Nanobot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nano Who. <laughs> Nano What? No who. I don't know. Third base. Third planet? Maybe.
1: <laughs> Third star base.
0: <laughs> Third rock from the sun? Okay, I'll give you that the cloning was... Contrived? Contrived. was a little too out there. Um,
1: I think cloning is a perfect thing for Doctor Who. Don't get me wrong.
0: Well, yeah, it fits.
1: It's not that it's out there. It It just just came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden is the solution...
0: Is if there was some mention of it before, it wouldn't be quite so bad. But I don't remember one. Mm -mm. I don't either. So, so that part of the ending is just kind of bad.
1: But otherwise, I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens. Don't get me—I mean, don't get me wrong. I
0: was gonna—that's where I was going. Was it? Taken that out, it's just the fact that the you know the shrunken doctor and Leela are going to how are they going to you know discover this and fix him and um, how is this gonna work now? you know um, so it's there's interest in how it's gonna play out, probably quite interesting to maybe younger viewers at the time, like, Well it can be inside the doctor's head or you mm-hmm. know inside the doctor's brain, something like that, you know. It'd be kind of weird and interesting to, to them. So and I want to know how they're gonna solve it. Even you know, because 'cause we're only on episode two, so there are actually two more. So we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Will the doctor cure himself?
1: Physician heal thyself.
0: Physician heal thyself. Um, then will he just fake being infected, to, to, you know, to go along with the rest of the story? Or so. I, don't know. I imagine the rest, of the next episode, will take place mostly inside the doctor's head.
1: Something <laughs> like that seems <laughs> likely <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: alright that's what we'll talk about tomorrow when we talk about episode 3 of The Invisible Enemy join us then and thank you for listening